0: Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry. And I am glad that you have joined me today for a nice hot wake-up beverage as you start today. Today is Wednesday, the 26th of February, 2020, and it is Ash Wednesday. I don't know if any of you did any Fat Tuesday celebrations. Uh, I looked and hunted never did find anything uh, that was really going on in our part of the state. So I simply had a nice fun supper for the family. We had, what did we have? Uh, we had bay scallops. We had stuffed, um, bay crabs, you know, the small crabs and they make up like a, uh, crab dressing thing put in there and you bake it. And then also had, uh, Jambalaya with shrimp. So we definitely had a, a, a seafood fun, uh, a crustacean fun <laughs> for our uh, for our little dinner last night. But today is Ash Wednesday. So those in the Christian faith, uh, this is a time of forty days of reflection. Uh, and so I I hope those of you that that practice that faith enjoy um taking the time to reflect and uh, as we build up to the time of uh good fr- monday thursday good friday easter uh, as a uh, a time of celebration then but this time is a a, a time of reflection uh, and uh probably we all need to spend a good deal of time on reflection well uh I got up this morning, and of course, our cat, uh, Monroe, he wanted to be outside like he normally does. He does hunting uh, just north of the house in the tall grass of the CRP ground. And I opened up, I turned on the light outside, and and saw that it was snowing. Just a light little snow. Doesn't look like it's been going too long, but the deck has a a dusting of snow. And I opened up the door and some cold air rushed in, and he looked at that and slowly backed up. He did not want to go outside. That was hilarious. And uh So I got my coffee ready, and I'm coming in here to to sit down on the couch and to record my message for you. And he started meowing again at the door. He's like, are you sure you want to go out there, buddy? And I opened the door, and he paused, and then he ran outside and headed down the sidewalk. So he decided the snow wasn't bad enough to keep himself from hunting. So good kitty. (laughs) Oh, well... Today, I want to uh, uh, talk about a um, a little picture that had come across, you know, a meme, uh, that had come across my uh, Facebook feed. And I wish I could remember. I was trying to remember who had this on their page. But it's uh, got a teenage girl, and she is pointing to a whiteboard that has a lot of writing on it. And you kind of have to zoom in to... Uh, uh, to read it very well, but I thought this would be a good topic, and it's how to start living your dreams as a teen or a kid, and many of you, you know, uh, have uh, children, some are younger children, some are grown children, some are in that joyful teenage years, <laughs> and uh, and I do know that there are occasional kids that, that listen. Um, one of my grandsons, he, uh, Zach, when he was here over the weekend, he was halfway embarrassed sounding, but he said, you know, Grandpa, I listened to your podcast on Spotify. And it was like, cool, glad he found it. You know, uh, I don't know whether he'll listen to many or it's just the, the novelty of saying Grandpa's on Spotify. But anyway, I thought this is really a pretty good list. Of things to do, you know, we all want to live our dreams. We all want those things to happen. But sometimes we're not really putting into practice the things we need to in order to accomplish it. And, you know, the, the, the school system, I mean, it, it has, you know, here's the, the different things you need to learn, the different skills and practices, which are all well and good. Uh, but a lot of kids just unless they 're in a special program where' they're, where they 're formally receiving some of these things, a lot of kids aren't uh, so I thought this would be a good good list it 's nine things, and you may want to share this with your kids with your grandkids or a special kid or teen you know that 's in your life and the first of these is start reading self help books start reading self-help books now there's a variety of different kinds of self-help books out there some are you know, more psychological based uh some are you know skills building based but the idea is we want to get if, if you want to have that extraordinary life you need to get into the idea that I'm not going to take a passive approach and let other people just teach me. I need to take the active approach and seek out these things of which the active approach here is finding different self-help books, finding things that will move you into, you know, ways of thinking and ways of acting that are positive and taking you in that good direction. Now, parents, you know, if you go out there and you know like let's say you're at a Barnes and Noble's bookstore or something and you look in the self help i'm going to say you know uh use some discernment there's some crap books out there i none specifically come to mind but just you know if you know if you look through you'll see you know there's some weird stuff. Again, anybody can publish anything. So use some discernment when you're talking about your kids and your teens. Help them make wise choices regarding self-help books. But when you find something that's going to you know, work for them, then encourage them to, uh, to read and, and, and share with you what they're learning so you can help them put those, those things into practice in their life. Number two, I think this one's kind of interesting. Don't listen to anyone who you wouldn't want to trade lives with. You know, this This reminds me of, of a book that had a, a unique title. I'm trying to remember exactly how it was. It was like, beware of the naked man who's selling you his shirt or, or trying to sell you a shirt. Uh, there's, you know, there's a variety of people that have all kinds of advice. But, you know you again use discernment you know are are they telling you how you should uh be are you telling you these things but not putting it into practice in their own life that's key you know if you want to uh you know listen to somebody make sure they're they're putting their mouth uh, their money where their mouth is they are they're putting into practice what they're preaching uh, so that you know there 's credibility, and really that 's kind of it don 't listen to anyone you wouldn 't want to trade your trade lives with if it 's somebody you want to trade your life with that that shows some credibility and and this can lead to also some really good discussions with your kids as far as um, you know what are the things that are really important You know a lot of people today, and I raise my hand to a certain extent on this. We believe that social media and how many likes we get on a post means something. (laughs) Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. There's some people that push like on everything they come across. There's some people who really like things, but just simply don't comment or, or press like on. So it's not an accurate gauge uh so you know you know what are the things that really are important what are the what are the traits that you want to uh uh to really you know build into your life? what are the traits that you want to help your your kid or your teen build into their lives and explain to them why those are important okay, number three, figure out what sets you apart from everyone else. See, a lot of times we focus on this is why, you know, this is how I'm the same as somebody else. You know, it's like I like sports, you like sports, great. Uh, you're into, uh, you're on the team, I'm on the team, you're in the band, I'm in the band. We, we look to those similarities and there's nothing wrong with that. But whenever we see things that are different from, uh, see things in ourselves that are different from others, then we may, we may beat up on ourselves. We may not see that as a good thing. And when you look at bullies, who are the kids that they pick on the most? The ones that they perceive are weak and the ones that stand out different in some way. So here, figure out what sets you apart from everyone else. But look at it in a different way. If what's setting you apart is a good, positive, healthy thing, then that may be a unique trait and a strength that you need to, you know, maybe refine, that you need to grow, that you need to strengthen. That may be your, quote, superpower. I've talked about that in previous podcasts. You know, what's your superpower? What sets you off different? you know in you know in the marvel series or in the dv series you know, or universe they you know the the different superheroes they have superpowers that are unique kind of to them you know no one else gets to hold thor's hammer just him he's the one that's worthy uh you know that kind of stuff well here what is it that sets you apart differently and is that something that is important or valuable that needs to be grown? And making, you know, helping your kid make a list of what are some of the positive things that set you off as being different. Number four. Hold on just a second. Let me get a sip here. Mmm. Ah, yeah. Good bitter coffee. <laughs> it's a good bitter. Number four. Get a mentor. Yeah. Who's somebody besides parents? Now, parents always have a mentoring role, but they also have parental roles. A mentor doesn't have parental roles, but they have the, the way of guiding, helping, helping a kid, helping a teen grow, uh, pointing out things in a way that the teen can hear because they're not their parent. It's somebody that they can look up to because they are practicing what they are teaching you know uh you go back to uh the movie the karate kid you know uh here you got this kid and he you know becomes uh, or he he takes on oh i forget his name but the old the old guy is his mentor and you know he's not his parent but he's guiding him he's he's leading him he's having him do things that he doesn't understand but he does it you know because he's you know trying to earn money or trying to develop trust, but it all of a sudden it starts clicking at some point. And that's what mentors do. Uh, some mentors, you know, may be in, for example, the scouting program. I know my wife has been a mentor to many girls. I know when I was more actively involved in Boy Scouts, that was one of the roles that I did as an adult. And I also did when I was in a leadership role as a, as a high schooler in Boy Scouts, you know, with the younger ones. Uh, but getting a mentor... Somebody that maybe works in the field that you know they want to that your kid wants to go into. Maybe it's somebody in a special interest uh, that's teaching them and guiding them and being that good example. Number five, try everything, figure out what you like and what you don't. Yeah. This is, this is where it's, you know, there's a certain aspect of life that needs to be like the sampler platter at uh, Red Lobster. Okay, if you go there and you get the sampler platter, you get a little bit of several different things. That's what I love about going to a, a smorgasbord place. You know, all you can eat, you know, like a Ryan's Steakhouse, is you can try a little bit of everything. And that's what kids need to do. Uh, Not just get locked in on one thing or two things, but try a variety of things to see what do they like and what do they not like. And if they like it, asking the question, why do you like it? And if you don't like something, why don't you like it? Because the goal is to have understanding about that, understanding as far as, you know, what, what. What's leading me in certain ways. One of the things that I really like about the Boy Scout program is is the merit badges. Now merit badges, you know, if you've seen a scout uniform, they're little round patches with a symbol on them, and the symbol represents what it is that the scout learned and did, completed in order to get that badge. And they have badges on all kinds of things. They don't have one on beekeeping, which. Uh, there should be one. There used to be a beekeeping one, but they dropped it, and we've had a movement of more beekeepers, but scouts never did add it back. But things like life saving, first aid, um, architecture, gardening, uh, soil and water, um, uh, weather, just there's over a hundred merit badges. And what's really neat is As a kid goes through and does different merit badges, they may learn, I really like this. And it turns into a lifetime hobby or it turns into a career. And other things, it's like, man, I really hated doing this. I didn't like this merit badge or I I didn't even finish it because I didn't like. Well, that's good. It's good to learn what you like and what you don't like. And this can make a really good list. To to help a teen again, not just with I like it, I don't like it, but answering the question, why? And don't settle for the answer of, well, because no, that's not a real answer. Number seven, never, never, never give up. And I I would say there may be times too if it's leading you in a way where you shouldn't be going or you don't want to be going. But if this is, uh, uh, if what you're trying to do is something that is not just an immediate success, but is that long-term goal, you're going to have peaks and valleys during that time. You're going to have life events happen. And those things can distract your child. Those things can get in the way of them continuing to see the goal. And so that is where never, never, never give up is important. If you want to be a teacher and you have thought about it and you have lots of good reasons to be a teacher, don't give up. It's going to take you several years, four to five years of college to complete that goal and get your teacher certification. And you're going to have good teachers and you're going to have lousy teachers along that way. Don't let a lousy teacher get in the way of your dreams. Don't let life events that happen during those four to five years derail you from your dream. If your dream is to become a teacher, pursue that. Find a, you know, don't just go with, um, and this, I'm speaking from personal experience. Don't just go with a topic, you know, a, a degree, a major, or a minor that you enjoy and you have fun with. Make sure that if you want to be a teacher, that it's you're you're studying something where they want to actually hire teachers. Because I was supposed to be a psychology teacher and a speech teacher, and it was after I had completed my student teaching and started looking for a job. I found out that very, very, very few high schools have a psychology teacher. I just happened to have gone to a high school that did. And also, not every school has a speech teacher. And I thought they did because my school did and it was a required class. And I found out it's not necessarily required. So I wound up in an entirely different field than the high school teaching that I wanted. So... You know, there's certain decisions that, you know, kids need to make as far as, you know, like on career. But once you set that in place, when it makes sense, when people are in agreement that, hey, this is one of your superpowers, this is a direction you need to go, never, never, never give up. Number eight. Let me check my time real quick. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'm doing all right. Um, Ba, ba, ba. Okay, number eight. Um become mentally unbreakable become mentally unbreakable well i'm not sure uh <laughs> exactly on this the the on the whiteboard uh she has unbreakable circled and you know in reality anybody and everybody can become broken uh in certain life circumstances uh, but I, So I'm going to kind of consider that more the extreme. And what I'm going to say is, what we're looking at here is mental and emotional strength. Mental and emotional strength. When you're talking about your convictions, when you're talking about your ability to interact with other people, you need to have mental strength. You need to have mental and emotional strength. In other words, you need to have a level of thick skin. You know, um, if you are very thin-skinned, if you are not mentally strong and mentally equipped, then little bitty things are going to bother you. You know, I one of the uh, gripes, and I'm not going to... Beat up on any particular group of people. I'm not wanting to beat up on you know younger generations. Um, but there is a big emphasis in our culture on we should not offend anybody, and no one should feel offended. And come on, people that's not going to work real well in the real world you are going to come across people that at some point in time in their life that you happen to be intersecting them with they are harsh they are not warm and fuzzy and they don't care a whole lot about your emotions you have to be mentally strong enough to handle that um you know, yes. There's things that can pull us down, and if we're in a situation where we're being bullied, then we need to have a shield uh, that we carry that allows us to fend off those attacks. We need to, our kids need to be strong. Uh, And we need to help them grow in strength. I think a really good place with that is what do they believe about themselves? And these different things that I've been reading off are all things that helps them to become strong. And when they are stronger, they can use that shield to to defend themselves or to resist the, the arrows that come at them you know, let, let's go, let's go to the idea. I'm using the shield analogy. All right. You know, if somebody has a shield, they can use that to block, you know, a sword in close combat. And, uh, there's times where, you know, there's somebody directly, uh, attacking them, or maybe there are, there are, circumstances that they are directly encountering and they're you know they're having to have the strength to you know fight back those kind of things but also if you go back in time here when we did this kind of fighting uh, you have arrows and arrows fly a distance they don't have a whole lot of force like a, a sword coming down in close combat but they can pierce but you need something to deflect them. You're not going to be able to attack the person who shot the arrow because they're a distance away, but you got to be able to defend. And that's kind of how it is in a lot of life. There's going to be those people, those bullies, or those circumstances that are close. And you need to defend those, and there may be more of an exchange. But then there's stuff that's coming from who knows where. Maybe it's something they're seeing on TV, they're watching on YouTube. Maybe it's th- things that, you know, trolls that they don't even know are making comments, mean, cruel comments on, you know, their social media. Those are like the arrows coming from a distance and you can't necessarily do anything about those, those trolls out there. But, you know, helping your child and understanding your child to, to be able to grow in strength that they know who they are. They know who is important in their life. They know who has their back. They are comfortable enough with you as a parent. That they are comfortable enough with a mentor. That they can open up and share these different struggles. So that, the, so that others can help them grow in strength. To become less breakable. And in the normal things become unbreakable. Each of us have had bullies in our lives. Some of us have had more bullies than others. And, you know, those bullies may be from childhood, they may be from teenage years or college or adulthood, or maybe even, you know, for those of you that are adults today, you know, you're experiencing bullies at work or bullying neighbors. But, you know, what how are they affecting you? How are they hurting you? And have you are you still using your shield? Are you still using the shield or have you somehow sat it down and it's now hurting you? So help your child grow in strength to be, you know, mentally unbreakable in the normal kinds of things. And then finally, number nine is help people, help people. We want our kids to get into a practice of helping others, not per se doing for others so others don't have to do. That's enabling, but helping others, maybe it's just in the polite helpness helpness <laughs> in the polite helping uh you know teaching our kids to open doors, teaching our kids to say thank you, teaching our kids if there's if they see somebody who is is needing help getting somewhere that they that you help them you know one of the things that made the uh, the news here lately was at uh one of the president's rallies and there was there was two guys who were carrying kind of like in a fireman carry uh, carrying a um, an ex- a very very elderly World War 2 veteran to a seat that was saved for him up front and you know, there was interviews with these guys and, you know, some people were saying, oh, this was a stage thing. And they're like, no, it wasn't. We just saw a need. We stepped up to do it. And helping people is important. It changes our perspective. It lets us, for that brief little moment where we're helping, it helps us to see things through another person's eyes. And when, when we have those traits, it helps us to be less selfish, it helps us to realize what are helps our kids to realize what are the motives behind what we do you know it's it's important that we financially support ourselves and you can do more to help other people when you have when you're in a place of financial strength wealthy people have the ability to do incredible things with their wealth and if you build in that that trait that pattern that habit of helping others when your child's when your children become more successful financially in their lives, they will have a desire to help other people financially as well to be able to do things in in more and more ways you know so anyway, I like this list this was fun to talk about. I hope it was fun to listen to how to start living your dreams. As a teen or kid, these are all good foundational things. Take a look at them, share them with your kids. Uh, share, I'll put the, uh, the graphic here, this picture on the, uh, the, the uh, Morning Coffee with Larry Facebook page and uh, send it out to people that you think it would be helpful to. Share this podcast. And uh, with that said, I'm going to wrap up for today and we will catch you all tomorrow for another cup of coffee. Have a great one. Bye-bye.